0: Hello there and welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts in the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person. On this edition of The Conversation, I'm chatting with Tara Turner. She is director of the Fairfax Area Agency on Aging as part of the Department of Family Services. And we're talking about the Shape the Future of Aging plan which was recently adopted by the Fairfax County's Board of Supervisors. Tara, first of all, thanks for being here on the County Conversation Podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Looking forward to the conversation. As uh, I like to say when I'm referring to different things, I are one of those. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm one of the target population, I think, for the for the Shape the Future of Aging plan. Shape is like an acronym, and it's all capitalized, Shape the Future of Aging. Why is that, and what what does SHAPE mean?
1: Yeah, thanks for pointing that out. So um, SHAPE is an acronym, and um, each of those letters stands for something. So Mm -hmm. S stands for services for older adults and family caregivers. The H stands for housing and neighborhood supports. The A for access to mobility options. P for personal well-being. And E for economic stability and planning. We know that all of those things are different domains that touch the lives of older adults and truly all people.
0: If you don't have any objections, let's just go through the alphabet then and kind of touch on each one. And then after we do that, I'll kind of go into why it's important, how we got here, that kind of thing. So let's start with the S, services for older adults and family caregivers.
1: Sure. One thing we know is that we are so lucky in our area to have a plethora of services. And so... Um, we, we really want to make sure that people know about them um, and those services that are available to them. Oftentimes, we find that people are coming to us in crisis and might not know where to turn at that time. And so, um, one of the things we really want to do is make sure that we get ahead of that and make sure that people know that the services are out there
0: um, because we have a lot of them available to help people. Uh, any examples of some of those kind of services?
1: Absolutely. Um, we have our Fairfax area agency on aging and really our adult and aging services has a wealth of both protective services and, um, services that help people remain independent in the community. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have a, um, aging disability and caregiver resource line that I always like to tell people about. Um, it's kind of our front door to aging services. And the great thing is that people can come there and explain their unique situation. Um, And we have people trained to understand the resources in our community that can um, connect them with services that are unique to their situation.
0: Time permitting, I'd like to get into the area agency on aging a little bit toward the end of the podcast if we have time, but uh, we'll get there. So S kind of did a broad high level of that. H, housing and neighborhood supports.
1: Yeah, we know that housing is so important um, to all people. And for people who are aging, we want to make sure that they can remain independently in the community as long as they want to be there. Right. And right. so, um, housing and neighborhood supports are a huge part of making that
0: happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the A in shape is access to mobility options. What does that mean?
1: Absolutely. We know that transportation can be a huge gap um, as people age, being able to get where they need to go. Um, But not just transportation, also walkability and making sure that Mm. people can navigate their communities well.
0: Okay. And P, personal well-being. I think that's kind of obvious, but what does that mean?
1: Yeah, it encompasses a lot of things. Health, but both physical health and mental health. um, Mm. And making sure that we look at people as a whole person and all of the things that will help them thrive in a community.
0: And then uh, get down to the money, E for economy, uh, e- economic stability and planning. It's kind of an interesting combination there, economics and planning, but it seems to Mike, yeah, you seem, I'm sure it'll make sense when you explain it how they all put, come together.
1: Yeah. So the planning part really is talking about planning for your future, making oh, sure, okay. thinking through things like advanced directives and um, hmm. planning for what kind of care you may need in the future. Um, interesting. So that's okay. how that ties in.
0: You know, I hadn't, even, I hadn't even thought about that when you had said <laughs> that. So, anyway, okay. So, SHAPE, again, it's all capitalized. SHAPE, services for older adults and family caregivers. H is housing and neighborhood supports. Access, A, access to mobility options. P is personal well-being. And E, economic stability and planning. So, we have, as I mentioned in the intro, the Board of Supervisors meeting in May. They adopted this SHAPE, the future of aging plan. But how did we get here? Uh, how did this plan come to be? It just wasn't, you know, one month somebody said, well, I'm going to write a plan and poof, there it is. What came, how, What brought us here?
1: Yes, yeah, so many wonderful things brought <laughs> us here. Um, so we really um, are, we integrated four key drivers for the plan. Um, one was that we really wanted to um, have an integrated approach to collecting and using data and we wanted to incorporate an inclusive engagement um, phase for both residents, employees, and also other key stakeholders. Um, we wanted to incorporate a commitment to equity through One Fairfax. And we also wanted to make sure that this plan was in alignment with the community outcome areas of the countywide strategic plan. Mm. And so, um, you know, as a result of those drivers, what we thought through is that we needed to do several things. One is that we needed to survey our community um, and really get some data. And so back in 2019, we actually worked with a company to do a nationally benchmarked survey called CASELA. Um, that stands for Community Assessment Survey for Older Adults. Mm-hmm. And um, we got some data from that, but then COVID hit. And so yeah, that's right. <laughs> everything kind of hit pause. Um, and so we paused to really focus on a COVID-19 response plan for older adults during that time. And we knew that when we were ready to pick back up towards working uh, working towards the development of the Shape the Future of Aging plan that we needed to um, just make sure that we were touching base with the community again because we know that COVID could really impact how people see what they need out of their future. Right. Um, so we did another nationally benchmarked survey, the CASELA survey in 2022. Okay. And we received some additional data. Um, and so we heard from our community in that way. But we know that surveys are not always fully representative of our community. And so okay. we wanted to be intentional about having a second phase and going out there into the community and hearing from people. Hmm. Um, and so we held town halls and smaller community gatherings. We had um, focus groups and key informant interviews as well. Wow. Um, so we really made sure that we got a broad um idea uh from the community on what they need mm-hmm. out of in their future.
0: Okay, so this really truly is the community's plan, if you will.
1: It is, yeah. and I love that it, it really has the community's voice behind it.
0: You may not know this, but interesting, couple of national studies, but then you drilled down to do community surveys. Were there any differences or commonalities? Things that were really pointed out between the national survey and a Fairfax County.
1: Yeah, I think there were some um, real similarities that hit home that we heard really, really loudly. Like we saw it in the survey data, but we really heard it um, over and over again in the community input phase. And that was about information access. And so um, really making sure that, you know, like I mentioned at the beginning, that people know where to turn when they need help. Um, and that they're able to access information, that all people are able to access information um, in their language and um, and from trusted community members. Uh, so that's going to be really important to us, thinking outside the box on how we get information out there and make sure it gets into the hands of everybody in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that we continued to hear over and over again was about affordable housing and how important aging in place is to people and um, finding ways to make sure that they're able to do that.
0: Um, so the last national survey was 2022. We're now in um, almost the summer of 2023. So last year, 18 months, you've been putting all this together, taking the community input and surveys and town halls, focus groups and all that. What's What goes into like the back end of putting all that together? How, how big of a job was that?
1: Oh, it was a very big job (laughs) and an an important one. Mm -hmm. Um, so we actually worked with a consultant, um, health management associates who helped us, um, implement that community input phase and synthesize all of the information. Um, they analyzed and synthesized that information to really, um, drill down onto, okay, what are the, what are the, um, things that we need to be looking at in the future? And what are some of the recommendations that are going to come out of that? And so as we move into um, the next phase of the plan, that's what's going to come next is digging in. And we have our wonderful Commission on Aging that is going to be chairing um, committees that will be initiative development committees. So they'll be taking um, some of the information that we learned, bringing together people from the community um, leaders of community based organizations and also um, internal county staff to look at next steps and what we, what we do with that information and how we actively have the community a part of creating what comes next.
0: We'll get into the next steps in just a moment. We'll remind our listeners that we're talking with Tara Turner, director of the Fairfax Area Agency on Aging. We're talking about the Shape the Future of Aging plan, which was adopted by the Board of Supervisors at a meeting held in May. You mentioned next steps. I want to backtrack just a minute still on the survey and the you know, gathering input and all that kind of stuff and being able to assemble it all. Um, I don't know if you know this off the top of your head, uh, number of surveys or meetings or inputs gathered. I'm, I'm sure it was quite a lot.
1: It was quite a lot. There were about 3,000 surveys that went out mm-hmm. um, in our community. And there were approximately about 300 people who participated in the community input phase.
0: All right. You mentioned next steps. Um, What are those next steps? Where do we go from here?
1: Yeah. So the initiative development committees are being created. And there will be a committee um, based on each of the shape categories. Oh,
0: okay. So So there will. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. Exactly. I'm not good at math, but that was pretty easy. (laughs) You
1: got it. (laughs) So um yeah, that will be what's coming next. And we encourage anybody who might have interest um in participating on those committees um and providing feedback for the community to um to reach out to us.
0: And how would they do that? Do you have an email, website?
1: Absolutely. So um they would be able to reach out at DFS Commission on at fairfaxcounty.gov.
0: Okay. DFS Commission on Aging. That's an email, right? Correct. Okay. Um so after these committees are developed, kind of pull your crystal ball out, what what happens then? You find some interest and then what?
1: Yeah, one thing about this plan that I really love is that it's not just a guide for what the county can do. It really serves as a north star for our community-based organizations who are looking to mm-hmm. serve older adults. Interesting. And that's why it's so important to us in these um initiative development committees to have representation from many different groups because we know that the county can't serve people alone, that our community needs to band together um, to serve older adults, adults with disabilities, and their caregivers well. And so um, as we develop next phases and and what the community would like to see then becomes where does ownership live of these um, initiatives and who is best positioned to implement these strategies. Um, to serve our community well.
0: Have you had a lot of um, community organization participation up to this point? Or, or what would you suggest to community organizations that are hearing this and saying, we need to be involved in this? How how would they get involved?
1: Yeah, we, um, we absolutely have had a great amount of um, community-based organization. We are um, so fortunate to have community-based organizations in our area who care so deeply about the people they right. serve and make sure that they are in tune with what's happening in our community. So we've had wonderful participation. We always welcome additional participation. So any community organization that serves older adults or um, their caregivers, we welcome them to also email DFS Commission on Aging at FairfaxCounty.gov to see how they might be able to get involved.
0: So you get these, uh, I think you called them initiative development groups. Correct terminology I got. So you pull these groups together. They develop initiatives (laughs) to go forward. How long is this plan, you know, like in place? Is this a Mm -hmm. two year effort? Is it a five year looking down the road or is it like an ever living um, document that keeps going?
1: Thanks for asking that. So the plan runs from 2023 to 2028. Um, It's a five year plan, but you know, about the four year mark, we will, um, we will likely hope to do another nationally benchmarked survey so we can see where we are and what changes we've made mm-hmm. um, over the past year or over the past four years as we move into developing um, the next plan. So really a five-year plan. And and that's with the intention that we know we always need to be doing pulse checks and check-in. Mm-hmm. Um, we plan to do an annual report each oh. um, year so that we can track our progress and see what's working and what we need to tweak. Um, mm-hmm. Again, this this is a plan for and by the community, and so we want to make sure it's serving the community well.
0: I was going to ask you, so there's no like predetermined areas that the S or the H or the A or the P or the E, there's no predetermined way they're going to go. It, it really depends on the community input, right?
1: It depends on the community input. there are, um, in the Shape the Future of Aging plan itself, There are some recommendations from the consultant that are outlined there, and so that's a place to start, and those recommendations come from synthesizing and analyzing the um, survey and the community input phase, so that's where those recommendations come from. Um, And so the group will dive into those recommendations and see how they might want to meet those recommendations.
0: I want to make sure I ask you about the Area Agency on Aging, but before I do, is there anything else about the... Shape the future of aging plan that I haven't asked you, or that you feel uh, that you want to make sure we cover here today.
1: I think we've just about covered most everything there. That's yeah, awesome. yeah, Thank you.
0: Um, if you could uh, repeat the uh, email address for me again, so folks listening can reach out if they need.
1: Absolutely, it's DFS Commission on Aging at FairfaxCounty.gov.
0: Mentioned in the intro that you are the director of the Fairfax area on Agency, uh, A- Agency on Aging, part of the Department of Family Services. What is the Area Agency on Aging? What do you all do?
1: Absolutely. Thanks for asking. So the Area Agency on Aging, there's 25 of them in Virginia. Oh, wow. Um, and so we're really tied to Older Americans Act funding. And so yeah. um, money funnels through our state uni- unit on aging, which is the Department of Aging and Rehabilitative Services. And um, that comes to the AAA to provide certain mandated services. Um, so you may know about home-delivered meals, for example, that falls under the AAA. Um, and the Long-Term Care Ombudsman Program, as another example, falls under the Fairfax Area Agency on Aging. Hmm. Um, we provide many, many wonderful services that help people remain independent in their communities um, as long as they want to be there. So. There's so many services that we provide and we encourage. Um, we know that we know that people don't always know where to turn. And in any jurisdiction, um, there is a Fairfax Area Agency on Aging. So wow. wherever you are, whether it be Fairfax County or you have a family member in another area, there is an Area Agency on Aging that serves the jurisdiction that they're in. And so it's a place where people can start. Um, it's a place people can go to and get information, and resources, and services, um, and get connected to what's in the community.
0: Put you on the spot here. Are there like popular programs within the Area Agency on Aging here at Fairfax County?
1: Oh, all of our our (laughs) programs are popular. Politically Um, politically correct answer. Yes, there is. There are. Um, So, home-delivered meals is a huge one. Um, We know that there's people out there who really can't get um, the nutrition that they need, or can't get to the store to get food um, and and may um, not be able to do those things. And so uh, nutrition and food is so important to them. Um, we ha- also have congregate meals where people mm-hmm. receive um, uh, lunch in the senior centers and adult day health care centers and places where older adults congregate. Um, we have our long-term care ombudsman program, which advocates for residents' rights um, in facilities. And we also have a um, Virginia insurance counseling and assistance program, which Mm -hmm. is so, so helpful and so popular um, for people who are trying to determine what plan is right for them. Um, Yeah, so we have uh, also a plethora of caregiver services. So we know that older adults cannot do things on their own all the time. They need help. And um, many people have family caregivers or friends who are caregivers. Um, and people who uh, don't have caregivers may be a caregiver.
0: Right.
1: And so um, we provide a lot of supportive services for caregivers. We know how important that role is, and we want to support that.
0: So do folks use that same email address if they have questions about the Area Agency on Aging, or is there someplace else you would direct So them? we
1: always encourage people who have questions about the Area Agency on Aging to call our Aging Disability and Caregiver Resource Line. Um, that's because somebody may be calling about one thing um, and not know that there's all of these other services out there. So the people that answer that line are really trained to listen um, to individual situations and provide as much helpful information as possible. So we actually um, would want people to contact our Aging, Disability, and Caregiver Resource Line. And the phone number for that is 703-324-7948. And we do have a TTY number 711.
0: So any questions about Area Agency on Aging or program-specific, 703-324-7948. Correct. Okay. Wrap it up here with the Shape the Future of Aging plan. Kind of put it all in a bow, last final 30 seconds. Tell me about the plan, why it's important, and what you hope it accomplishes for Fairfax County.
1: Yeah, so as a reminder, the Shape the Future of Aging plan is a strategic plan for the next five years, and it really has the voice of our community behind it. We want it to be a plan for and by our community, um, and we really hope that what it yields is um, access to information and also um, making sure that people know where to turn uh, when they need help and providing services that are helpful to our community.
0: Awesome. Tara, thank you.
1: Thank you so much.
0: That's Tara Turner. She is the uh, director of the Fairfax Area Agency on Aging. She's been our guest today on this edition of the County Conversation. Thanks to her for joining us and thanks to you for listening. If you want to get more Fairfax County news, just go to fairfaxcounty.gov news or you could call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329. That is weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Thanks for joining us on the County Conversation podcast produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia Government.